Welcome to the Vigor Life Podcast, a source of inspiration, lessons, stories, skill sets, mindsets, and strategies to invigorate and expand all areas of your life. Let's go. Yo, what's going on? Coach Luca back here with the Vigor Life Podcast. We've had a little bit of a of a break, partially, actually kind of completely because of uh, <laughs> me, me, me having a lot of stuff going on. Uh, four seminars in four weeks. So we had uh, three at Vigor, the Vigor Round Fitness and Business Summit, which I will do a separate uh, podcast on, on insights on that one. Uh, and then I flew out to Slovenia this past week to do a BioForce conditioning coach course uh, with Joel Jameson. Uh, we brought him out to our gym over there, to the Vigor Gym in Slovenia. Uh, so it's been, uh, you could say, a little bit spicy. And uh, so, uh, you know, I really, really uh, work on keeping this at once a week. And I'm sure in the in in coming year that we're going to step it up to twice a week, Eugene, um, as I free myself up a little bit more and create a better schedule. But, you know, it's uh, it, it's been crazy. It's been, it's been hard to fit in. But we're back. And we're back. And here, here's the thing is today we're going to talk about, about pattern interrupts in your life to get you to a place that you want to go, results. So whatever that may be in, in whichever area of your life. And, you know, wh- why I wanted to bring this up was because essentially, you know, the, the, like literally for the last four weeks, shit, I've had pattern interrupts, right? I mean, from the events, but it, it was a huge just talking to people at the Vig Around Fitness and Business Summit, you know, and it was so many people were coming up and, and saying like, man, this is one of the best events I've ever been to. And, but it, it's an interrupt in their world, in their life, uh, to kind of pre-frame things in a different way. It, you know what I mean? Like you're going from the hustle and bustle of building your, uh, your, your gym business or whatever business it may be or whatever you may be doing, uh, you know, and, and then you come into this environment with some of the, you know, the top coaches in the industry presenting, uh, speaking on, uh, you know, different methods and strategies and principles of helping you move your life and your business forward. And you get to talk to them in the hallways and you get to talk to like-minded individuals. And, you know, some of the, I would say, if you've had some scarcity and anxiety and all these other things, you, you know, you kind of get rid of that and see a better future and you see a vision for where you're going. And it's a pattern interrupt, right? In your daily life it, it, where, you know, you may not be moving in the direction that you want. And it's like, boom, you punch right through it. So what I wanted to do today was talk about uh, pattern interrupts that you can create both on a daily basis and some that are a little bit bigger. Um, you know, so think think of breaking them down into shorter or longer pattern interrupts. And I mean, there's, there's a lot of this stuff, right? There's a lot of this stuff. There's a lot of drills um, that you can do, period, that can kind of shift your mindset and shift your shift the frame of how you're thinking and where you're thinking. And um, I mean, it, it can do wonders. It legitimately can. Cause remember like the, you know, the muscle in between our, our two ears is our biggest, it can be our biggest ally, our biggest enemy. And it's, it's usually the one that, um, that tends to steer us the wrong way based on our, the stories that we tell ourselves or, you know, the, if we're listening to naysayers and society and all this other shit. So, the kicker is like, how do we pattern interrupt like the thoughts and uh, uh, the patterns that we have and the stories that we have in our head and go into positive direction. And once you and once you know how to do that and you train that, because remember, everything is, you know, trained or untrained. Right. You're going to you're going to fall to the lowest level of your training and it goes the same thing for your, your brain and your mindset. Right. So when you can start shifting those things, uh, it can make a world of difference. I can I can absolutely you know, kind of confirm that that's worked for me because as you guys may have know, you know, I've been, uh, uh, I was a big knucklehead and I kind of kept pattern interrupting myself into a different future. 
Um, so with that said, I'm, I'm going to kind of just go down the list and talk about a couple of things that, uh, that have really worked well for me. Um, some of them are just rituals that I already do. Because believe it or not, you know, one of the best times to pattern and interrupt yourself is in the morning. We've talked about morning rituals, but, you know, it doesn't mean that depending on your life, sometimes, you know, in the morning you just wake up, you didn't have a great night's sleep um, and you might just be, you know, thrown off. Or maybe there's a lot going on in your life. And the first thing that happens is you wake up and you get stressed and anxious. Um, so the question is, like, how can you pattern and interrupt that and not make it, you know, Hey, go to a float tank early in the morning. Yeah, that's, that's probably not, you know, not going to happen for majority of people. Right. But what, what are some things that you can do? What, what are some things that I do and, and, and coach people to do? Well, one of the things I do first is like I do walk and podcast. Um, and, you know, think of it this way. If I wake up in the morning, I'm stressed out and I accidentally and I say accidentally because I'm really good about not checking email until noon. Uh, but I accidentally you know, open up the email just because I have a thought like, shit, I'm expecting this. And I look at it and it freaks me out and the spiral begins. You know, a lot of times, like I said, like before anything happens, I'm just like, boom, I pack shit up, take my phone, put on, you know, depending on what the weather's like. And I'll go, even if it's raining now, like, I, you know, I'll, I'll take an umbrella and I'm, and I'm out the door and I, and I walk the lake. Now, if, you know, if you don't have the lake nearby, who cares? Just what is a, what is a path or a, or a route that you can take? you know, that takes you anywhere from 20 to 40 minutes. Um, and that's why, you know, getting up a little bit earlier to do stuff like that can make a world of difference. So now, you know, you're doing two, two things. You're moving around. And yeah, even just walking makes a difference. Even walking changes, I would say, the chemicals in your brain because you start being active. Uh, but then number two, I'm going to feed myself something that's going to be inspirational, something positive, something that's going to make me look into a better day into a better future and whether that's a podcast or whether that's an audiobook or whether I go to YouTube and you know listen to somebody's speech or something that's going to like fire me up um you know I mean that is a pattern interrupting to your world because guess what you're going to come back first of all whatever the stuff you were thinking about is most likely not going to be what you're going to be thinking about because you just you know I would say filled your your brain with with positive things and you went on for a walk which kind of puts you in a different space. So that's one of the pattern interrupts. My second pattern interrupt is one is, is the mobility work that I do in the morning. Now, sometimes, you know, mobility work is great. And, and like any, any type of movement, engaging in any type of, uh, like I said, it doesn't even need to be like strenuous exercise, although that helps too. But any type of movement is going to get you out of, uh, I would say, being focused on something uh, negative, o- overly negative, right? It's just the way that, that our brains work. We start thinking about the process of what we're doing, which is why I love the mobility and flow, uh, flow stuff in the morning because it just gets me out of that place, right? And also, like a, a swift, like most people don't use this enough. Uh, in Warrior, we call it shift moves, right? So on a shift move is, you know, feel free to like, you know, steal this. It's not, like, it's not like it was created. Nobody did it before. But, you know, a shift move is, is, is three different things. One is five deep breaths, right? So you just breathe in through nose, fully exhale through mouth five times. And, you know, we've talked about breathing and, and how powerful that can be. After you do that, you declare. So you declare how you're feeling. So, I mean, and you yell that shit out. So you might be like fucking tired, you know, or I'm focused or I'm angry or whatever it may be. You get that out and then you do five 
of something, squat jumps, push-ups, uh, you know, burpees are great just because it's a full body movement and, and there's a little more to do and call that a shift move. And legitimately, like those are, you know, three things that help you. One, you know, you got your breathing that calms you down. You got your declaration. So you get stuff out and then you do some physical activity that's really short but intense that, you know, I would say uh, starts aligning norepinephrine and dopamine and puts you in a better place. And it, like, the reality is like this stuff works. Right now, you may be, you know, like in a, in a crazy, crazy spiral of anxiety and stress, and maybe that won't get you out. But for a lot of things throughout the day, that can get you, like, it can get you sharp and it can get you going. Um, just like, you know, I, I mean, I wish that I had a, a cold plunge pool in my house because I would just like, man, I'd, I'd get up in the morning, I'd jump straight into that motherfucker, and and trust me, you'd come out of that going like, okay, I'm ready to go. Pattern interrupt. Um, but using stuff like that, like as tools, uh, like I said, from the walks and to listen to podcasts to the you know, five to 10 minutes, 15 minutes of flow uh, to the bed of nails. Uh, so I've, I, I love the bed of nails. I've, I've been doing that every morning now. Like I, I almost like get out of bed and just lie straight down on it and start meditating, um, which brings me to the next one, which is meditation. Meditation is a great pattern interrupt. Now, I will say this, like sometimes when you're in a spiral, it's hard to meditate. Because just the thought of it is like, I, I don't know, right? So you got to do something before that, like go for a walk, do a shift move, do a five, 10 minute uh, workout. And, and by the way, like I love the sh- really, really short workouts because it's like almost, it's not even a workout, five minutes, you know, squats, push-ups. Like you can do that anywhere, right? Just body weight stuff, band pull-aparts, push-ups, right? Just really, really basic stuff. Get the blood flowing, gets you recentered, And... Yeah, of course, if you're if, if you're at work, you might not be, be able to pull that off, but you can absolutely do shift moves. Um, but meditation is fantastic. It's an incredible reset, right? It's, it's an incredible reset and pattern interrupt. Um, but you got to be able to use it, I, I would say, in the right situation. So for me, lunchtime is a great time to do a um, do a meditation because it's almost like this reset button in the day. Um, and right now I just, I'm just using mostly the Calm app or uh, binaural beats. And I just focus on my breathing. So I change stuff a lot. Like I've done uh, the mantras. I've done Headspace. I've done, you know, 10% Happier. I've done a lot of different, uh, I would say, pre-recorded meditation stuff uh, that's been good. I like changing it up. But right now I'm really focusing on just breathing because, honestly, it's like it's something that I need to work on anyways. Um, and I usually listen to binaural beats, which, is, which has been pretty cool. Um, but I use that as a, as a pattern interrupt in the day because when you're going 100 miles an hour, you got all these things that you want to think about and you know you have to do, you know, essentially what you, you want to do is kind of create space, right? And we've talked about meditation, how powerful it is. And, you know, at this point in time, it's not, you know, woo-woo anymore because there's so much science uh, supporting and backing up all the great things that it does for our brain, especially like helps us be centered and be focused on stuff. But, you know, like I said, the, the analogy I think that Garrett used years ago to me that that's probably the best one is that, you know, business is going to be crazy. Life is going to be crazy whether you like it or not a lot of times. And it's kind of like the hurricane, right? You, you, you don't want to be in the hurricane making decisions. You don't want to be, uh, you know, you make a way different decision when you're angry, stressed out, jealous, anxious than you do if you're in a mindset of power, abundance, success, love. Uh, you know, giving, right? You make completely different decisions in those two spaces. So why not shift your emotion? Why not shift, um, you know, the, the way that you're thinking and then make decisions out of that place? 
And so to, I use this, I would say the, 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 um, the meditation at lunchtime to almost kind of like give myself a better shot at the day. Cause, cause it's going to wear me out. Like if I start working out in the morning, you know, and I'm doing work and I'm using my mental energy a lot, you know, and I have meetings, I have phone calls, I have business coaching calls. I got a lot of stuff that can wear me out and drain me. So how do I, you know, reset myself? And, you know, meditation is one of them. Uh, if I can combine it with environments, which I'll talk about in a little bit, like going to the lake, even better, right? I change the environment. I get into this place that calms me down where I start, you know, uh, like I said, meditating, re create the reset button. I, I essentially go into the eye of the storm, right? It, it, instead of being inside of the hurt and, and the tornado being thrown around, making choices out of a place that's not that great, I go into the eye of the storm and I separate myself from the problem and give myself space so that when I'm done, I'm like, woosa, okay, cool. Let me, let me make choices with clarity now. Like it's almost a restart of the day. Um, now what I've started doing, th this, is, this is something that I've, I've only done for the last three weeks, um, but really, really powerful. And by the way, like everything by Debbie Ford is awesome. So if you, you know, reading all the books by Debbie Ford is fantastic. But asking yourself powerful questions, obviously you guys have heard, you know, the quality of your life is comes down to the quality of the questions you ask yourself, which is a Tony Robbins quote. And um, I, I definitely believe that because questions can interrupt the process that's going on in your day in your head. So what I've like uh, coupled is doing meditation and then coming out of meditation and asking myself these 10 questions. And these questions are guides, right? Am I like adding to my light, you know, let's just call it my, my, my inner light, right? Is, is, or am I, am I dimming my light? Because remember, like your inner light is your, your power. Okay, are you everything that you can be? Are you expressing your gifts? Are you expressing your, you know, your talent, your effort, uh, your, you know, your love, your generosity in its full light? Or are you dimming it? Now, you can dim your light for a lot of reasons, right? Because you're exhausted and you're not, you're not eating the way, you know, uh, the best way to support your goals and to support your energy. You're not, you know, exercising and moving. You're not, uh, you're not feeding your mind with the right things. There's a lot of things that can dim that light. And, and there's a lot of things that can obviously like make that sh uh, light shine stronger. But the questions have been fucking so powerful because they reset me. Like I, I go like, hey, the stuff that I'm doing today, is it really taking me in the right direction? So I'm going to I'm just going to spit out these 10 questions. Um, and and man, write these down because like these are these are really 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 powerful questions, and they shift your like they shift you from a autopilot because remember like you're on autopilot. A lot of our like life is on autopilot based you know on habits that we're ingrained. So these questions can really kick you out of all autopilot because now you're in in your prefrontal cortex right. You're in your conscious brain, and you're really thinking about like what's best and what's not. Where a lot of times you're not in that area because you're just patterned, right? It's just, it's just, you know, neurons that fire the wire together, just like emotional, right? Emotional patterns and habits that happen that you don't even know about, right? So this is a fantastic way to, to, to pattern interrupt yourself uh, throughout the day. And like, and I carry these with me, but um, so question number one is, will this choice propel me toward an inspiring future or will it keep me stuck in the past? So think about that, you know, whatever you were doing that day or you're about to do, and you, and you ask yourself that question, will this choice propel me forward to an inspiring future or will keep me stuck in the past? Number two is, 
Will this choice bring me long-term fulfillment or will it bring me short-term gratification? I think that's such a powerful one because a lot of people do very, very short-term stuff. Like I want stuff now, but yeah, long-term it's probably not going to be great. You know, and when it comes to food, let's be real. That's the number one thing, right? Oh shit, look at that. Looks great. Not going to take me to my goals, but short-term gratification sounds good. Right. So number two, will the choice bring me long-term fulfillment or will it bring me short-term gratification? Number three is, am I standing in my power or am I trying to please somebody else or another one? Right. And, and remember, how many times do we do stuff with power because of where we want to go or do we do it because we want somebody to like us or, you know, to to be like, oh, you know, I, I don't want to be separated from the tribe. So I'm going to make this choice that really isn't the best for me. It's not really what I really want to do, but I'll do it anyways just because of that. And we know how much social disconnect can be can be a very painful threatening thing to us. So number three is, am I standing my power? Am I trying to please another? Number four is, am I looking for what's right or am I looking for what's wrong? Uh, You know, we talked about this in coaching, like shining the light on positive, like finding ways to congratulate people. And this both goes for yourself and for other people, right? And number four is, am I looking for what's right or am I looking for what's wrong? So, you know, if you look at what's right, you're going to do more of it, right? Whatever you focus on grows. We know this. Number five is, will this choice add to my life force or will rob me of my energy, right? So once again, you can do strenuous activity and it'll add to your energy, right? Like a workout or whether it's, you know, quick mobility, this or that, or maybe it's going, you know, after a long day, if you go do charity work, it's going to add to your life force, right? Um, but you might meet with somebody that's just draining as fuck and, you know, and, and is going to take away from it, right? So will this choice add to my life force or will rob me of my energy, um, very, very important question. You know, this is one that always sticks out at me because sometimes I'm still, I've gotten way better at it, but sometimes I'm still making decisions of like, I got to, you know, I'm making too many, too many, uh, too many yeses trying to help people with that. Just sometimes that just drains me. Um, next one is, will I use this situation as a catalyst to grow and evolve or will I use it to beat myself up? You know, another great question that you know, because look, every day you're going to have struggle. I mean, if you're a business owner, then shit, like, you know, every day has got something coming up that that is going to be an obstacle. You know, it's going to be a, 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 a wall, a struggle, a something that's going to hold you back. But the thing is, you can use that as a catalyst, right, as a stepping stone if you learn that lesson from it. And, uh, and, and looking at it from that direction, we've talked about positive focus before, right? Like when you have a negative thing that happens, how do you extract a lesson? Like, why is that positive? And then how do you apply that lesson to your life? How do you create an action step associated with it? So will I use the situation as a catalyst to grow and evolve or will I use it to beat myself up? Um, you know, and, and like I said, self-love is, is, is so important. And I think it's, you know, something that everybody has to do more of, uh, period, you know, because it's, it, it's so easy to, to beat ourselves up. And, you know, this, this is a perfect example of how, you know, how we're we're wired so negatively, right, that. Uh, I remember Mark Fisher came. Uh, we were, we did an in staff and we did a seminar here at Vigor with Mark, and we were doing these little groups. And uh, he said, "Hey, what, what's, what's something great you guys are doing in your business in your gym?" You know, and every group started talking about what what they were doing great. And like within less than sixty seconds, it was like, "We're doing this great," oh, but you know, we could improve that. And like it, it literally went from the question was like, "What are you doing awesome?" And within less than a minute, everybody was talking about how they can do it better and like finding flaws. And literally the question was, what are you doing? Great. Right. So it's like we always kind of revert back to this negativity. Right. So it, 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 that's why it's so important to, you know, to to 
to base shine a light and that's why i love like the the three wins right what what are three things that you did great today you know what are your three wins for today right positive focus hey how how is that positive the question you know even when shitty stuff happens like how is that positive right but that question uh i'm going to repeat it so that you guys can write these down but like will i use this situation as a catalyst to grow and evolve or will i use it to beat myself up the next question is does this choice empower me or does it disempower me right so are you making decisions that are disempowering you or does it make and, and you know a lot of times like it's straight up like a feeling right i mean shit when you make a choice you know like is that empowering you you know when you when you say yes i'm gonna do this uh you know I'm going to sign up for this coaching or I'm going to go do this work or I'm going to take on this. Right. It can be it can it, sometimes it can scare you, but it can be empowering. Right. Or it can be disempowering. The next one is, is this an act of self-love or is it an act of self-sabotage? Uh, you know, doing things like once again, you know, when I make a choice, I know for, for me, I'm going to speak from a personal standpoint. Whenever I take time for myself and, and whether it's like, you know, going to get a massage, going to the float tank, going to Banya. Uh, you know, going on a trip that's like got nothing to do with business and learning, you know, it's just kind of like just to 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 give myself some time and, and have a fun and adventure and experiences and stuff like that. You know, self-love, if, it, you know, self-sabotage is uh, and I, like I said, I'll just use myself as an example here might be some more work. Right. I already got, you know, 12 hour day, 14 hour day. And it's like. Oh, but there's, there's always fucking more to do, so I might just jump back in. So that's self-sabotage, like, at least in my, in my uh, situation it is, because, once again, it's not like I'm on some lazy shit and not doing stuff, so that's a pattern, right? But once again, if I ask myself this, guess what? I have to really think about it and go like, you know what, man, like that, that is a little bit of self-sabotage. I'll, I'm going to call it quits. I'm going to go watch a movie. I'm going to go, go have a, a you know, dinner with my friends, whatever, right? Um, and the ninth one is, is this an act of faith or is it an act of fear? I love this one because remember, like faith, you know, faith is basically believing in something we can't see. It doesn't have to necessarily be a religious um, uh, thing. But at the same time, right, it, it's like faith, you know, when you do something that you can't like, you know, vigor ground, like this, the building that we're in, the vigor life building, you know, that is that was faith. You know, when I wrote that up on the board, it's like seeing something, believing in something that's not there, that's not even close to it. Right. And, you know, that the act of, I would say, even going into uh, every decision that I made for this for this this building was an act of faith. Right. Before it ever happened, um, you know, an act of fear is, oh, man, I, I, don't, I don't know, like you were, you know, and, and, you know, it's kind of like the worst case scenario. But don't get me wrong. Right. Like you can still prepare for the worst case scenario, but have faith and basically act in faith rather than fear. And what I, it's, it's like what I said before, that majority, you know, a lot of people throughout the day, if you're in stressed out, anxious, and uh, in scarcity, like you're going to make decisions based out of fear, right? And when you do that, I, I doubt that those <laughs> fearful decisions um, lead you to uh, a place of abundance and the vision that you want to create. Now, fear has its place, you know, once again, Nothing is always black or white, right? Fear has its place where, you know, a great book is The Gift of Fear, where, you know, we have that for, for protection, you know, so that we can kind of uh, find out where threat is and, and avoid it. But the reality is that in this day and age, we're like way too much, too wired for it. And, and fear controls way too much of our lives. 
and we don't do the things that we truly want to do, you know, deep in our hearts or, or like, you know, listening to the voice, listening to our voice. Um, so that's the ninth question. Is this an act of faith or is it an act of fear? And the tenth one is, am I choosing from my divinity or am I choosing from my humanity? Right. So if, from if from that place, if you're, you know, let, let, let's touch on this and, and uh, let's call it universal intelligence. Right. And, and I, n- not digging too deep into the what you believe in, because whether it's the universe or Buddha or God or whatever it may be. Um, but if, if you believe that there is something bigger. Right. You can either choose from that divinity or you can choose for, from your humanity and and believe that like you can't accomplish these incredible things. And so I, you know, that's really the way that I see that question and, and ask myself, like, how, how far am I reaching? You know, what's possible uh, if I believe that I'm divine, then why am I holding myself back, uh, you know, and, and choosing from humanity, right? So think, think of it. In, so those are the 10 questions. And uh, man, I took a little bit to, to cover that, but it's important, right? Um, I carry these around and that is, you can, now you can pull them out, whatever, to be honest with you, I I say, have them somewhere that you can get reminded uh, of them often. Um, I have a, basically a journal that I keep them in because it's the journal that I use every day. Um, I have a reminder in my phone so that I couple it with my meditation. Uh, been a game changer, been a game changer. And the crazy thing about it is like, you'll catch yourself how many times, you know, you're thinking one way and it's completely unconscious and based on fear versus on you know the the way that you I, I would just say like based on your desires and wants and dreams right so so those two uh uh you know that was kind of like a longer version of a pattern interrupt right there but another one that's short is like games and fun uh we need to do way more of that and you know the thing is is that when we play games when we have fun you forget about everything like absolutely everything i i, I think i talked about this on a podcast after we came back from brazil and, uh, you know, there's a ton of stuff going on, but like, man, we were doing jujitsu and we were playing futsal and like, uh, volleyball and, you know, doing boxing and all types of different things. And when you're doing these things, like you don't think about anything, it just interrupts everything. And the cool thing about, you know, fun and games and adventure is that it gets you to smile, right? It gets you to be a kid. And there's a lot of, you know, the, the, the why is developmental? Why do we love doing movement patterns like rolling on the ground and, and crawling and games and stuff like that? Because it gets people connected to how they were as a kid. And those are all great learning tools, but they're also great interrupts or resets or, you know, whatever you want to call them. Like even in training, right, we talk about the reset in R7, uh, the stuff that we do. But, you know, this is just a reset in your day. So, you know, can, can you go, I mean, like right, right down the street on third, there's, there's a pinball place. It's like the old school game place. You know, it's got Tetris, it's got Pac-Man, it's got, you know, pinball machines and stuff like that. And, uh, you know, the other day I, I dropped in for like 20 minutes. I was fucking, I was having a blast, man. It was, you know, takes you back to when you were, when you were younger. And uh, I had a big ass smile on my face. Completely changed my day. Like I was stressed out, went in there and did that because like it's, it's, it's walking distance now. And it was, it was just dope. You know, like uh, the other day when uh, Joel had a seminar here at, at our gym here in Seattle and we ended up going laser tag afterwards, everybody had a blast. You know, at the beginning it was like, ah, I don't know if we want to do that. But after laser tag, everybody had a blast. Everybody was laughing, high-fiving, you know, sweating out of their mind because, you know, you, you get serious about it. But the, that's the point, though, right? How can you create these pattern interrupts in your day or in your week that put you into a better place? Um, go into nature. 
Now, you know, whether that's a hike or whether that's just like you live close enough to something that you can be, um, you know, you can be in nature, whether that's by a river, by a lake, uh, you know, a hike, walk through the woods, whatever that may be, man, that will do wonders for you. And, and uh, you know, reconnecting with nature is, is in itself kind of meditative, right? But uh, that has been a great interrupt. And a majority of people that end up doing that will tell you how I like completely relaxed them. Um, so those are somewhat shorter. And, and I would say that adding here, you know, I talk about environment so much. Um, I talk about environment a ton. And remember, environment is everything that you can see, you, you hear, you see, you feel, you touch, uh, you smell. And, you know, how can you create environments that create a pattern interrupt? And maybe sometimes that's like going to uh, a really, really, you know, uh, like nice hotel to work or a really nice coffee shop or a different area or maybe, you know, a, to a, a, a spot that's got beautiful views that you don't, don't usually go to. And it puts you in a place of abundance because you're around these nice things and in a different environment. And that can make a world of difference. You know, same thing is like where if you, you know, I'm, I'm doing a complete, I don't know uh, if you follow me on IG, but it, uh, man, the other day I woke up and I'm like, ah, that's it. I'm like throwing 60% of my clothes out, completely cleaning up my, you know, uh, my, my apartment, uh, you know, scenting it up, like getting all these bookshelves in different places, uh, building an office to spec here inside of the gym so that it's this environment that just makes me feel good. It makes me think in a positive direction and, and you know, makes me think bigger and makes me feel uncluttered. And I'm, I'm never going to, you know, I'm never going to be like completely minimalist, but it, it certainly helps. And I just found that like when I would come home, I'm like, man, it's just too much clutter. Um, once again, how can you change your environment, the smells, the scents, the sounds, the sights, uh, on a daily basis or maybe on a weekly basis. And then we have like our, our bigger pattern interrupts. And, you know, that's probably one of the biggest reasons why I travel. And I, I did a whole podcast on why I travel for seminars and learning, but it's the, int it's the pattern interrupt of how my life is going. And then being around, uh, you know, being around these people that, that, have inspired me in some way or another and like i said that punches kind of like through through the reality and makes you think different uh you know the i was just flying back from slovenia uh and i only i only flew out for i was there for four and a half full days because the rest of the time i was on flight so so a quick one but you know i got to i got to uh, play a, a basketball game with with uh, my friends and old teammates or with this uh with a younger team um you got to hang out with joel and ariel a ton uh, we were talking about ideas and, and possibilities and all these different things. I, I got to hang out with my family, but it put me in a, in a place where I started shifting my thoughts. And on the way back on the, on the plane, I brought like six or seven pages of notes. I, I mean, on everything from redoing the new website to content strategy stuff to, uh, you know, the podcast I'm going to shoot to like some biz business structures and frameworks. I mean, you name it, right? Probably more so than I have in, in a long time. So that, you know, that's a pattern interrupt. It's like, don't, you know, it's not like just go to the seminar so you can gain information, right? I mean, remember, it's information, integration, transformation, right? That's, that's kind of like the, the route you want to go. And a lot of times going to, you know, places to learn is more about interrupting, like, uh, what you're already doing that's the same and, and kicking yourself out of it. And then you have, like, deeper experiences. Like, I mean, Warrior was the biggest pattern interrupt in my in my. <laughs> In my, in, in, well, I, was, I would say definitely in my life in the last decade, right? But, uh, you know, when I went to Warrior Week because it really it was intense, it was completely different, and it punched a hole in my reality 
And obviously it was an interrupt too, as far as the investment that I, that I put into it. Uh, because, you know, I, I would say the, the bigger the problem, the bigger, the bigger interrupt has to be to, to change it. And if you're in that place, I'd, you know, I'd, I'd have you consider like have getting coaching or going into something like worry week, or there's a lot of great coaches and great possibilities. Like, man, if your business is suffering and you know, you've been trying to do like little things here and there and whatnot, man, maybe you need to pattern interrupt and, and, and invest in yourself and go into a different environment. Like, so that environment is like being around people that are pushing, like you're pushing coach that's been there, done that, right. Still doing it. So think about those things, right? Like the bigger that you want to make it like the bigger interrupt. And that's why travel is another great interrupt. Like going to like, I love, like love traveling the world, but I love going to places that are so different, you know, from, from Africa to Asia, to Russia, to, you know, all these different places that make you kind of like reflect, right. And, and, be grateful for everything that you have and like learn things about new cultures and people and, and understand better. Right. Those are all because it takes you away completely from your comfort zone and your environment and shifts your perspective. So I know another reason why to constantly, uh, like I said, go and learn somewhere else and, and, and go and travel and immerse yourself, you know, and, and when I say immerse yourself, uh, doing more things like I would even say like once you're successful, doing equivalents of internships or internships, even if they're three days long, four days long, a week long, and just immersion into another world that's different than yours, where you're, you're taking a lot out of it. Also, you know, immersion charity work, uh, you know, going in and diving deep into organizations where you can help out and just seeing the other side, because it'll give you a completely different perspective and like kick you out of your current habits and make you see, uh, you know, how you can do more. I mean, you know, going to Necker Island, hanging out with Richard Branson was that for me. Was like, I started like going like, holy shit, I need to do more, I can do bigger things. And, you know, since then, all my meetings and all, all, the, all the direction of, of what we're gonna do with Vigor Giver, which is kind of the charity portion of, of Vigor Ground, is, you know, kind of creating a 10X vision for that. So, you know, you, you kind of want to create pattern interrupts in your day and then you want to kind of create pattern interrupts in your week and month. So just like uh, think of it this way. We do. I, I just had a business, our, our, our foundational business coaching call with the Vigor Ground uh, Fitness Business Mentorship Group. And it was, you know, we're talking about the daily performance habits, you know, to 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 put yourself into power, to be able to, to perform at your highest level uh, in all areas of your life. And then we talked about, you know, setting like the 90 day goals slash, you know, calling it the uh, 12 week year. And there, there's a book out there that talks about the 12 week year, like making a push. And then you break down and reverse engineer all of that stuff, right? You reverse engineer what, you know, what you want to hit in 30 days. So every month, and then what do, you, what do you need to do on a weekly basis to hit that? And then what should you do daily, right? And in precision nutrition talks about this, right? You have an outcome, you have a goal that you want to hit, right? And then that goal consists of a bunch of skill sets that you need to learn and master to get there. And basically those skill sets are made up of daily practices that you need to do. So think of it from a perspective of what are the pattern interrupts that you need, need to insert into your life to get you out of a place of, you know, stress, anxiety, scarcity, uh, you know, being tired, right? Dra being drained into abundance, prosperity, love, giving, possibility, you know, uh, prosperity, uh, and friendship, love, like all these different things. So what can you do on a daily basis to do that? What can you do on a weekly basis to do that? And then what can you do on a monthly or quarterly basis to do that? So for me daily, some of the habits that I just mentioned that are shorter 
I use them almost like a toolbox, right? Now, some things are set in stone. I, I, I do them almost every day or every day. Some of them, it's like, okay, this is the best tool for the job. Uh, some of them on a weekly basis, you know, so I don't expect people to hike every week or, uh, you know, maybe do go to laser tag or do this, that, or the other thing, right? But, but on a weekly basis, I go to Banya. Uh, you know, I, if the weather is good, I try to go on a hike and on a walk. Uh, you know, I try to go to a new restaurant with, with my friends, like so on and so forth, right? But on a monthly basis, you know, taking three, four-day trips uh, or even like a day-long trip, a two-leg, right? I don't know where you're at in your life and business, but something because it's easy to go like, well, I can't do that right now. But what can you do, right? What can you do? Can you take a half a day over the weekend for yourself and, and you know, take a ferry down an island or go, you know, go do something something different that's completely out of the comfort zone, and then every quarter, you know, can you take a trip? Can you do, can you immerse yourself in, in some charity work? These are the, the, the questions for you more so than my answers. But the reality is that like if, if you are not where you want to be, it means that the things that you're doing on a daily and weekly basis are leading you into in a direction that you don't want to go, right? So what you want to do is obviously pattern interrupt that to go into the right direction. Now, the 10 questions are very, very powerful because... Why? Like sometimes we have uh, these underlying commitments. And what I mean by that is this, right? I have people always like tell me stuff. I really want to do X, Y, Z, right? And then all their actions don't align with that. So even though they're saying that underlyingly, subconsciously, it's whether it's self-worth or, or, you know, something else, fear or, you know, I would say anxiety or stress or, uh, you know, fear of persecution, leads them into another direction. And these questions are a great way to like interrupt that and consciously like make you go like, okay, like what do I really want? And then make decisions based on, on that. So hopefully you can see that like not, not only can you use this in your own life, but you can, you know, if, if you're a coach, you can use this to coach people to have tools to get them out of that, right? There's a lot of different, we could dive really, really deep on how you can use this with coaching clients, both, both in the you know, in a fitness and nutrition field, as well as in the field of high performance business coaching uh, or anything else, to be honest with you. Because like at the end of the day, I believe environments trigger behaviors. And it's, it's such a big reason why, you know, vigor, uh, I would say the vigor life building and everything that's happening around it now that we're working on is building this environment that triggers positive behaviors that surrounds people with, uh, I would say, positive people pushing towards, you know, uh, their best selves and the food is in that alignment. The recovery is in that alignment there. You know, every single part of it is, is bumping people out of that negative into the positive. And I would have you consider asking yourself and assessing your environments, right? What is coming into your environment from the things that you hear daily, the people that you're around, uh, like, I mean, everything from, from the places that you go, the things that you read, like, what do you listen to, right? All of that stuff, because you got to start shifting those puzzle pieces around so they align with your deepest desires and your deepest goals and wants, right? Versus maybe some, some underlying ones that aren't taking you where you want to go. With that said, man, I didn't even sip on my, on my, uh, on my bang. That's crazy. But <laughs> with, with that said, uh, look, we'll be back. We'll be back with, man, we got so much stuff that I, I want to cover everything from the Vig Round Fitness and, Perform uh, Fitness and Business Summit, my insights, uh, and uh, we got a, a whole nutritional, I would say, podcast coming up that's going to go deep and answering some of your questions and much, much, much more. 
But as always, I, I, I love and appreciate a review, guys. Like, you know, when we get reviews, what ends up happening is more people see um, and hear the podcast. And, you know, if, if this shifts something for someone, man, even better. So, like, I really appreciate when you do that. Um, go on iTunes, review it five stars, uh, you know, leave a comment if you love it. And also, uh, man, I, 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 just, I just blanked on what I was going to say, damn it. That means I'm, uh, I'm running out of juice right now and I need to get a pattern interrupt. Oh, take, take action on something. Like, if you heard something right now, like, look, just write out one thing, one thing, and then just do it, right? There's always, uh, you know, this framework of having a revelation. And then what does it mean to you, right? And then what are you going to do? What is the action that you're going to take associated with what you just learned? That is how you exponentially grow, right? That's how you grow constantly is like you, you learn something and you don't just leave it there. Like you write out what you're going to do. What's the action you're going to take and then take it as soon as possible, no matter how small, no matter how big, make a decision right now and do it. And that's what's going to continue to propel you forward. With that said, got to be out. Love you. Appreciate you. And I'm out.